Welcome to Help with Natalie Cuomo, the podcast about a girl who just can't help herself. Welcome to Help with Natalie Cuomo. I am so excited here with me today. We have two-thirds of the Loud Boys. I am here with Dalton Prude and Joe Gorman. How are you guys? Doing well. Hi, Natalie. Thank Hello. you. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm glad we did some vocal warm-ups before we started. Yes. Yes. You wanna we were doing red leather, yellow leather. Yes. Unique New York. Yes. I tried to I tried to tube and throat sing. Yes. I can't do it. Yeah. And I just did some some diaphragm stretches. So I'm good. What is a diaphragm stretch? That's just where you go like and you like kind of puff your chest up like Bruce Lee. Oh yeah. yeah. You ever practice your breathing? I do practice my breathing, but it's more for mental reasons. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do kundalini yoga, which is a really? meditative form of yoga. There's a place right over here on Stanton Street called Rama. And I used to go there, and it was like an hour and a half of just like holding a pose for 15 minutes at a time. And then you just meditate. It was very hard, but I would walk out of there glowing. Did you wear the white outfit? No, I never did. I, I could barely do it. I'm My muscles are very tight. Now, <clears throat> I didn't think kundalini yoga kundalini yoga was the one pose i thought it was saying the same thing over and over and over and well, over it's, again it's it's yoga combined with meditation and chanting so you hold the pose whatever the pose is and then you go oh do you know <laughs> any of the chants i can't remember there were there were like a few that we would recite and it was actually it was fun man we'd be in there as me all the the ladies with big lip injections and fake tits and we were just all going oh Nice. And then she would play a gong at the end. We'd lay on our backs and she'd hit a gong for like 20 minutes and I would drift away. It's nice. It's very, Mm. it's empowering. It's relaxing. I like yoga. I don't believe in that shit. I believe in America. So I don't do that. I just take medication. I I do both. I I take medication and I lie about going to yoga. Mm. What medication do you take? I take uh, Zoloft and Wellbutrin. How are you today? I take a... (laughs) Lexapro, nice. and I was on Seroquel as well, but that is a wild drug. So Tell, na- let's talk about it. Well, uh, Lexapro is just an SSRI, so I take 20 milligrams of that. Yeah, I used to take that. Yeah, and then Seroquel is an antipsychotic that I was prescribed for insomnia at a low dose. Hmm. But uh, it's it's powerful because they, they prescribe it to people who hear voices, and they just give them like 800 milligrams, and they're like, this should quiet you down. But it's it's just a heavy sedative. It's crazy. So I now I just take Lexapro, and if I get really anxious, I'll pop a beta blocker. Like I'm in the seventies. What's a beta blocker? It's an old school drug. It's heart. It's a what's blood it? pressure medication. It like yeah. lowers your heart rate. And like, so, what's the name of it? A beta blocker is the reason Robbie's not on the podcast today. <laughs> All right, that's what's going on. And Joe is hey, here. What's up, man? Yeah. What is up? Good morning. Joe. Yeah. Hey, 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 humor is the best medication. All right, folks, we're just having a good time. I t- I was briefly on an antipsychotic, and it wasn't because I'm psychotic. No, no. It was, uh, it was because of anxiety, but yeah. I felt like there was nothing getting rid of my anxiety, and it made me feel like I want to rip my skin off. It was, it was called Abilify, and I felt yeah. like it made me gain like a ton of weight, and it made me feel like my, I was going to rip my skin well, off. Well, did you, did you know they don't really know? like how these medications work like i studied this in college briefly i, I was yeah. a biochemistry major and yeah. we studied i we, briefly we talked about 
antidepressants, and they were like, right. we we can see the the reaction mechanisms in the brain. Like you take this pill and it does this, this, and this, but we don't know like why that's happening. We just made something. It's an and experiment. It, yeah, yeah. And so they, it's it's more of an art than a science. Like you Ooh. talk to some fucking bitch on Zoom, and she's like, <laughs> "How do you feel?" And you go sad, and she goes, "All right, well, I'm gonna give you well, buterin, lamictal, latuda." Talk to me in two weeks. If you haven't killed yourself, we'll we'll figure it out from there. Mm. I've tried Luvox, Prozac, Zoloft, Topamax, Abilify, Wellbutrin, Adderall, Vivance. Yeah. They've all been prescribed to me. Like I've tried literally every fucking medication in a, legally, and I'm yeah. still suicidal. Oh no! Whoa. Well then, start the start the show, <laughs> Natalie. Help! Help! You're the one. Help! That, yeah, that sucks, man. What a bummer. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a I'm a middle class white man in America. It's all chill. I I go to a therapist. Yeah. I I see a therapist on the cerebral app yeah. that I found on TikTok. Cerebral. Yeah. What is the cerebral? I, app? I'm I'm addicted to TikTok, and uh, because of the nature of TikTok, there's a lot of ads for apps to help with mm. mental health in mm-hmm. this time. My TikTok, I'm addicted to TikTok. I've never once gotten an app, uh, mental health ad, whatever. The My algorithm is crazy. I get yeah. a lot of, I get a lot of guys who think they're Jesus Christ and ads for ADHD medication. So I, I don't know what I've been doing. It's all about like what you've been searching. It's all, it's not just like what you look like on TikTok. It's what you search on the web. Because that's how Google makes all of their profit is selling that information to advertisers so they can make more targeted ads for you and on your phones and devices and stuff like that. So it's not like coincidence. Like I look up stuff too and it's like, oh, how to fucking murder people. And like, so you fucking did this and that. Like that's all the, it's all targeted ads. I'm feeling really relieved about my ads right now because they're really chill and they're really service level and I'm feeling really good about my ads. You got to (laughs) understand that what you're working with is an algorithm. Yeah. So it's an artificial intelligence that we don't understand. It's and becoming so you, self-aware. It's becoming. It's It's not. A, it's becoming self-aware because of us. Yeah. Because we feed into it. We <clears> provided <throat> it with our own consciousness. Yeah. And so now this thing is trying to guess what we like. Yeah. Apparently, what I like is guys who think they're ma- the Messiah and ADHD medication. Yeah. Can I be honest? I'm really enjoying my talk with you guys so far, and I want this podcast episode. To be my proposal to replace Robbie. In, You're in. in, the You're in. Congratulations, Natalie. Can you do impressions? Yes. Do Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Um. Uh, in what movie? In which movie? Just anything. You already fucked it up. Yeah. No! You've already fucked it up because yeah. you, 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 in- <laughs> you didn't immediately do this. <laughs> That's all you, you got. It. You got to get in position. Yeah. You got to hold. Right. You got to pull your Why hair back. Why would you give me Jack Nicholson? You got one I, more. I'm I wanted to see if you would do this. Well, you got one more chance. <laughs> Christian Slater. No. You are you could have done this. You could have done the same thing. To be honest, I lied. I can't do impressions. I'm better at other things like having sex. Give me something else. You literally could just put your hand having, here and having sex, like, you're, you're out of the, the loud boys. That's yeah, the one, yeah. that's the loud boys code. Natalie, you're good at having sex. You are not going to get along with us. Yeah. All right. Let's try this again. <laughs> so I'm loving our dynamic, just the three of us. Yeah. And I like this episode to be a proposal for me to replace Robbie. Okay. You're in. <laughs> well, um, what did you have in mind to, to pitch that to us? <gasps> so what does Robbie do other than the impressions? He's a sweetheart. He's funny. Mm-hmm. He He's a... Is this a serious he has, question? He has, he has, <laughs> he, <laughs> hey, 
He has fun up there. He has fun up there. He has fun up there. He's yeah. cute. He's cute. He's, He's very cute. attractive. He's very cute. His only issue is he just used to be overweight. And, and I did too when I was on a bill fight. Gains about fifteen pounds. You can ask the trolls. Fifteen? No, Natalie. I'm not talking about being uh, not anorexic. I'm talking about. <laughs> I am anorexic, I'm ta- Dalton. I'm not How talking, did you know? I'm not talking about <laughs> being a healthy weight. I'm talking about being my size. And if you you're know, not, I literally was looking at you today. I was like, Dalton's a great size. I mean, thank you, by the way. I mean, yes. my size when I was in high school. Ah, uh, that, that there's the rub. In 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 college, there's the rub. in college, the, I yeah. Was, I was, the, were you, were, you were overweight in high school, dude. I was a big old. I was corn fed. What I've did been you corn fed my whole life? <laughs> we're all corn fed, baby. Yeah. It's America. It's America. There's corn in everything. <laughs> there's corn what in my think? coffee. High fructose corn syrup. It's in everything. <gasps> literally dude. everything. Corn my bread. phone has corn. There's in corn. It. Corn bread. Think wrap your head yeah. around that. They've combined corn with wheat. Guys. I'd also so usually Actually, no, the cornbread is made from cornmeal. So I'm so neurotic. I'm still thinking about the fact that I said I was suicidal on a podcast. I'm not suicidal, I'm just depressed. Have you listened Don't worry. To my... If you were, I'd have to like report you because Natalie. that's part of my day job is like working with like at risk youth. Natalie, so I you... would have reported you if I knew like you were at risk. But like well, a lot of these kids, they just say it for like like Mr. G, I'm gonna fucking cut my wrist. I'm like, then do it, Jamal. Do it. And he won't. And it's like, now let's talk. Dude, this is such a great time for me to tell you about wait. What do you do? What? What do you do? Don't worry about Comedy. my day job, day job. Natalie, I, yeah. I clearly, I don't know if you've ever, li- you may, you've, you've just proven you may have never even listened to the Loud Boys. No, I listen to the Loud Boys every morning. Then you would know yeah. that I have openly been suicidal for about eight months. So, <laughs> yeah, so don't then worry. Nobody you, cares. Why aren't if you, you reporting s- him, Joe? Because I don't care. Not like. Oh no! Can we strike that, uh, Mike? Uh, cut that last fucking honest bit I said. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. It's all showboating. Look, White Natalie, men don't really want to kill themselves. They call that parasuicidal. What? Why? Because that means you don't really want to do it. You're just trying to get attention. Because it's up yeah, in the air. That's what. Yeah, but like we like got we got Patreon subscribers when he was saying he wanted to kill himself. So I it still want to yes, kill myself. Yes. yes. Natalie, yes. Uh, Do you just think about that? It's an epic amount of effort not to slit your wrist every motherfucking day. It's not, I mean, it's not Do you guys think that? (laughs) You asked uh, before this show, you asked what's... No, 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 I'm doing this, Dalton. I asked the best advice you ever received. (laughs) Dalton, what's the best advice you've ever received? (laughs) (laughs) Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. I keep it 55th Street. That's Crip Mac on TikTok. Ah, uh, does no. he have a? Does he have a? I'm just guessing a boa constrictor. Can we pull this up? He's got, a, he's got a tattoo of fif, of a 55 on the side of his face. Yeah, he's got a tat, some forehead tats. He's got a lot of face tats. He's a sweet guy. He's a, he's from 55th Street. Keep it 55th. Keep it five. Uh, that's good advice. Is that the advice that you prepare? No, no. The oh. best advice I ever got was from a, a Texas comedian that I, I know from back home. He's a, out of San Antonio. He's okay. currently dying of cancer. Oh, wow. no. Uh, his name is Larry Garza. Okay. Uh, check him out, folks. He'll be gone soon. Uh, his special is uh, up for free on YouTube, Big Mama God and the Hazel-Eyed Monster. Is he, is he actually dying, or is he like that? Uh, oh, no. He's, a, he's like, actually that <laughs> other. Remember that other comedian? Or is comedian? he trying to get Patreon subscribers? Yeah. I think it's it's been a years-long battle that looks like we don't know where it's going. So, uh, but is it okay. in remission? It's not. There are so many steps in medical technology. Anyway, 
his advice <laughs> over the years, his advice over the years has always been, uh, don't take yourself too seriously. In fact, don't take yourself seriously at all, uh, at least in comedy. And then as far as life advice goes, uh, just keep reading and writing. Like, it's very simple maintenance kind of stuff. And on that note, Natalie... If you want the real advice, I've I brought you some gifts. Oh, look at this. This is from both of us. This is from both of us. Let's see. What do I have? Wait, wait, wait. Let the record show this is the first gift I've ever received on the podcast. First gift. Because, you know, we're all we're all men of letters here. Yeah. Um so I brought you some G-A-Y. I brought you some texts. And the first one I want to show you. This is a, a, these are all great. But the first one, because I'm sure at some point in your life. Somebody, I'm not going to say who, has forced you to read the 48 Laws of Power. Um, I offer you the antithesis, the antidote, the 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 yang to that yin. This is a book called The Four Agreements. Now you'll notice there's <clears throat> 44 less uh, laws in this yes. than the 48 Laws of Power. It's a much shorter book. This is by Don Miguel Ruiz. It's a Toltec wisdom book. We could go over the Four Agreements right now. I could tell you. They're right here at the front of the book. Well, um, okay. So <laughs> what, what I'm seeing here and what I'm noticing is that you <laughs> brought in a stat. Are you giving me these four books? Yes. These are she, yours. You just got fucking homework assignments, this Natalie. Is, this, by the How way, Natalie, that this is the only one I would suggest Professor you. Professor Pruitt. This is the only one I would suggest you actually read. These or other pretend ones, to read. You know? I think it would be hot if you went by Professor Pruitt. And I Professor think you'd get Pruitt. laid by, by going by that. Well, here. These are the four agreements. Okay. Be impeccable with your word. That means always be honest. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. This, this guy one? has never had a fucking podcast in his life. That's I the mean, first agreement. What the fuck is Wait, that's the right first now. one. The second agreement. This is, is like fifteen agreements because they were like I a sub agreement. I asked for the best advice you ever received. I didn't ask you to come on my podcast and read do the a four book agreements to, to, to me. me. I'm just gonna go. We're gonna I go like the book, the four agreements. What? I agree that it was. I a mean, good well, are you book. gonna are you gonna read no Vic and Blood to me after this? That's as well? a side Look at this fucking phone book he tried to fucking pass. Book changed my life. That's right? a doorstop, no, I, I mean, honestly, Natalie. I really appreciate this because I could enjoy. Some, I that really also changed my life. That's Man's oh, Search Dalton. for Meaning by Victor Frankel. <gasps> he was a I'm Holocaust. So now let me tell you something about that one. He was a Holocaust survivor. <laughs> How do you know that I'm a Jew? So take into consideration that what you're dealing with is an the unreliable tattoos. narrator. In literature, that's what we call an unreliable narrator because we don't know how many people actually died in the Holocaust. But th there's a lot of value in that book. Now um, I'm joking. Is six million. Um, oh, he is trying to get a real day job because he was like, it's not a joke. No, though. it's it's actually somewhere in 300,000. But come on. <laughs> oh, there he goes. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, these are all great. Here. Okay, no, no. I just want to. I'm going to. You go over the four agreements. Yes, 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 yes. Where are they, though? Right there in the cover. Just oh, read the table cover. of contents. Read the first uh, okay. sentence of every Be chapter. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. My better help therapist told me that. Don't make assumptions. I learned that in fourth grade. And always do your best. Let me tell you this thing. There's a Dane Cook bit where he says, "I the, do you know the Dane Cook bit? Natalie? Uh, Dane Cook is a good, good <laughs> Natalie, friend of Natalie, you tell your Dane Cook story, and then I'll tell you my Dane Cook story. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's a Dane Cook bit where he talks about uh, getting home and crying. And then, then he says, 
Like he's like, you know, when you're just waiting to get home and be alone so you can just break down and cry hysterically. And then you're just like, I did my best. I did my best. And I think about that every I think about I think about that bit every day. I don't. Yeah. Do you think Dane Cook stole Louis C.K.'s itchy asshole bit? I don't know the bit, but um, it's I basically think that... how like an asshole itches. And Dane Cook and Louis C.K. have strikingly similar. <laughs> Can I say something? And, you know, I really shouldn't say this on this podcast, but go ahead. It's shit talking for real. Be I am impeccable have... with your word. I will be impeccable with my word. I have seen three separate New York comedians do this same joke about what? And I feel like I'm I and I've seen I've seriously seen three comedians do the same joke. I don't know if they know they're doing the same joke. That itchy ass. They're opening with it. I don't even know if I should say the joke and it's crazy. Say, say the joke Is and it we'll about try to guess itchy which assholes? Say the joke and we'll try to guess which comedians. I feel bad. I no, now it's I'm fine. Like, so you're probably they wondering if I do what they should have thought about guy. that before they decided to try to make people laugh on stage. Natalie, hit us with that fucking bit. I'll think about whether I'm going to say it, Joe. Is it uh, what's the what is the um, uh, premise of the bit? It is so obvious the way these people. I mean, I can't believe it. It's been years of all three comedians doing the same exact motherfucking joke to the point where I'm like, what? Am I living in the Matrix? Is it New York? New York. All New York. All New York friends. Well, speaking of the Matrix, I do want to tell you about White Noise by Don DeLillo. This, if you're interested in uh, simulation theory, uh, it, simulation theory is not that we're in a computer. Uh, you can get started on simulation theory with white noise. I'll be honest, I do want to replace Robbie. I like you guys a lot, and you're really making my life happier. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a part in White Noise that talks about the world's oldest barn, which is a tourist attraction somewhere in America. That's the world world's oldest barn. But because it's become a tourist attraction, everybody's taking pictures of it, and you've ar- you're already aware of it before you've seen it, it's effectively a simulation. It's a copy of a copy of a copy by the time mm. you've seen the world's oldest barn oldest in person. Barn. That oldest fucking There's a lot house. more. It also talks about COVID in a way. 1980s, this was published. The Airborne Toxic Event is uh, a big part of this book where there's a, a plague <clears throat> that may or may not be real. Dalton. It seems to me, and I'm sorry for ignoring everything you said about white noise, but I'm still on this one. <laughs> it seems to me that be impeccable with your word is your favorite of the four agreements. Is that true or false? Uh, it's the one that I'm that's always running through my head when I speak to people. And why is that? Because communication is like lost now. People don't know how to communicate with each other, so I think it's very important to understand syntax, semantics, intention, language, all of it, so that when I speak to people, they don't, like, misconstrue me or fail to understand. Like, I'm I'm making an effort so that people can at least understand or try to understand what I'm saying, rather than I just seem crazy. I like that. I like making that effort. I also I like that you said reading because I feel like I've completely lost the desire. Like completely, reading is so important, especially as a comic. Like it's not just like watching comedy that's important. Like reading, like experiencing life is important. Which is reading. Yes, it's everything. I just miss like I just miss reading a book. I haven't even. Thought it's also about important that. to have at least one foot in the past, like to read from the past and understand what the world was like 
so you can transpose that and understand how it led to now, and then you can start to develop some prescience and see where things are headed. All these books will help you do that. This one right here, Vic and Blood, yeah. that's a post-apocalyptic sci-fi novel that's all about the human condition <laughs> in a world where there is no civil civilization. Yeah. Uh, Vic and Blood, a boy and his dog. It's also a movie about a boy who has a telepathic. You, you link read with these his dog. books, your life will be as good as Dalton's. Yes. Right. Did you pick them with him? Fuck no. no I, I thought read, you said they were read. from him as well. Yeah, I fucking well. gave him. I gave him some money, and I said, Dalton. No, he didn't buy. buy these are my. These are from my library. No, these are. Well, then where where's my fucking forty bucks, Dalton? These are my books. These are his books. I've read all of these. Okay. I've had these for since college. And you're giving them to me? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I've, I, Are you going to actually read them? Yeah. There's, there's I, no value. <laughs> and if I don't read them, I'll stare at the pages looking at the same sentence over and over again because I have ADD. I love you this. Can, you can also just go on uh, Wikipedia and, and get uh, summarizations of them as well. No, you'll I'm never. I'm touched. It's that, a simulation of reading a book is, is reading the <laughs> Honestly, Wikipedia summary. Honestly, that's what Baudrillard talks about in Simulacra and Simulation. Wikipedia yeah. is effectively. And I didn't have to read a giant-ass fucking book to figure that the out. The I lived a life. Yeah. Joe, anyway, yes. Joe, what's the best advice you've ever received? I'll tell you one thing, man. One time I was like tripping out in my room and I had a vision and I was in a theater and there was an old man who I later assumed would either be like a, a future version of myself or maybe generations down the line. And the old man looked at me and the credits were rolling in a film. And uh, Wait, wait. The old man's a figment of your imagination? It's all, this is all in my, my beautiful mind. Okay. <laughs> and he looks at me and he says, some people just want to watch a show. And then he gets up and leaves. And what I took that as was that when you die, you see your whole life play back in a movie theater. And when you're looking back on your life, the most important thing is that you've had good experiences and you formed good bonds. And that when you look back on your life, it's a it's a beautiful movie and a show worth watching. So that's how I try to live my life by my having life a movie. Yeah, by having good connections and 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 forming bonds and also having experiences that I'll be able to look back on years from now. And have you ever studied organic chemistry at all? Oh, I'm sorry, Dalton. I'm uh, was in the. He's saying. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's saying. Oh, so, such yeah. A, so part of also communication deep. is like also being like listening and interacting and talking to somebody and not just talking at somebody. Something to consider too. Okay. Cool. Um, so that's what I would I would consider as part of uh, learning about that the interactions. I love being Robbie. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like to be Robbie. So this moments is, like that. So this is the first time that someone has given me advice from a spirit such as the old man. I was talking to myself through time. I love this. I think I that's didn't mean so to interrupt true. you, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. Right. I love be that. impeccable with your word. You guys, I mean, and then there's a mature com mature communication here. You know, you said this upset me. He said, I'm sorry, I understand. Wow, I love it. Okay. Um, I I love that. I think I do, like, reflecting on your life and thinking, is this something that I want to look back on? Mm -hmm. And, well, okay, are you saying people like to, to watch stuff happen? I think, like, like observation. No, I think, I think it's the- Or are you the, talking uh, about your own, looking back at your own life? Your own life and the experiences that you have. Uh, because those are unique just to yourself, too. 
You know, you can have like a similar opinion to people like when you read, read a book or watch a movie, but things you experience and the emotions that you are entrenched in, mm-hmm. I think those stick with you. Because sometimes like you look at an old photo of yourself and it also brings back like uh, not only just like the good memories, sometimes like even like like phantom pains sometimes looking at them mm-hmm. or how, the, yeah, this the significance of a photo you see changes over time as well. Sometimes like, oh, this is a very important milestone in my life. Five years from now, it's like, oh, that milestone wasn't as big. It was still important, but it wasn't as life shifting as it seemed at the time. Yeah, are you? You're probably familiar with the the old uh, philosophical axiom: if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around here, it doesn't make a sound. That carries over into actual science. Uh, there's a lot of theories about observation, like the nature of observing and what it does. And if you've watched Breaking Bad. Uh, then you're familiar with the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Uh, in physics, in chemistry, anything dealing with like the microscopic world, the quantum realm, mm-hmm. uh, like the act of observing like an electron changes it. Like you're really, what you're looking at is actually something that's already happened. And by observing it, it's now behaving differently. And so that principle can carry over into like metaphysics and like just humanity where it's like the act of of, like observing your own life and the world around you does change it i see that like i see that the tree did still fall but you observing it is another action so that changes things like if a butterfly flaps its wings yeah think about like a tree butterfly flaps its wings on the other side of the world a baby is born with a cleft palate because i think the real question I think the real question is, a tree falls in the forest, no one's around to hear it. It's not, the question isn't, does it make a sound? It's that by the, when someone observes it, now it's transcended the material world into human thought, and that has changed the nature of what's happened. Let's say a poet stumbles into the forest and sees this tree. They didn't hear the sound, but they can write a poem about this fallen tree. And so does that exist Is that, what is that? You know what I mean? So it's like the world around us is something we're observing and acting Mm -hmm. on. And there's a lot of theories about like how thought and all of this goes hand in hand, how everything's connected, even very ethereal. Something ethereal is like our own thoughts and language. I have uh, three thoughts. And I don't even know if I'm going to remember all of them (laughs) by the time I'm done. I have a lot of anxiety in my life about that very concept of like, the smallest decision you make influences so much else. And that's where I think a lot of my my anxiety comes from. And I think a lot of other people is like, you decide to do something that influences so many other things. So mm-hmm. decision making becomes that much harder sometimes or it becomes that much easier to overthink things when you think the consequences can be so vastly different based on like if I decide to have water or coffee this morning. Have you ever studied any like uh, like Hinduism or Buddhism? I have, yes. Mahasamat. Uh, Maha, what is it? Mahasamatman? Mahatma Gandhi. No, Mahasa, Mahasamatman sat in his grove and all things came to him. Uh, the Buddha meditated. Siddhartha. Siddhartha, yeah. Siddhartha, uh, Targatha, Sugata. Uh, I, the curiosity. So the second thought that I had is the curiosity that you have makes me inspired and it makes me like, I just, you still love life. Nah. Yeah. You do. And it makes. 
I miss like it. I well, miss that that's why do you hate life? No, like you're still interested in things. Well, what they teach you in Buddhism really is not like this idea of enlightenment. It's patience. It's just that you sit in your grove and all things come to you. You just meditate and you wait to make a decision because as you as you sit there and you're just like kind of observing the world around you, it's still all happening. And so just with patience, you don't have to make a decision right away with anything. You can just chill. All everyone else around you is gonna be doing shit, and then you'll find the time. You'll find your moment. It's very difficult. What I'm talking about is extremely difficult. It's it's like a matter of patience and discipline. It's so a lot of work. So you're saying don't have coffee, don't have water, wait until somebody wait comes until to you someone and say, brings you. No, no, no. Here's coffee, drink lemonade. Those, hey, drink, you, <laughs> enlightened I'm saying, one. I'm saying, here's here's a vitamin water. I'm saying. Do all the things you want to do, but, uh, you know, carve out time in your day to sit alone for 10 minutes in in silence and go, why, okay, so why is it that I'm doing this? What is in, like, what drives my behavior? Do you meditate daily? I try to. You know, I got a patio. I go out there. I sit down. I let the sun hit my face. I close my eyes. I breathe deep breaths. Bird lands on his shoulder. Yeah, I think all the deep thoughts and try to get to a place where I'm just chill. You know, my head is clear. What's your astrological sign? Taurus. Hmm. I don't concern myself too much with astrology That's because fine. the stars are mostly dead. Uh, I'm Libra with Aquarius rising. And what's your moon? Fuck, I don't, my girlfriend knows. <laughs> now I use that. Uh, I use that app for it. Um, CoStar. Yeah, I have CoStar. What's you now? My last question was, how did seeing that man, that old man, yeah. going back to that, how did that inform? Form, how did that change your life moving forward? How did that inform your life? So, no, like, I, I, it was a sense of relief. I think you feel that. Like, it's like it, you get so swept up in like the immediate, like now, that sometimes you lose sight of like the big picture and where you're going in the long run. Uh, and I think it's important to be present. And I do think it is important to be aware of the past, but it's also like you got to look at like it as like an entire painting, like your life. If you're a, sorry. Are you... <laughs> yes, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I get too excited sometimes. No, it's amazing. Natalie, um, if you're a Dune. No. <laughs> there is, a, honestly. I'm not a sci-fi person. Don't worry about it. I'll tell you. There's a part in Dune that talks about this where the Bene Gesserit says that, you know, most people think only in terms of their own lifetime. They uh-huh. can only think in terms of like that 50 to 80 years that they exist. And she's like, we have for centuries now been thinking in terms of generations Mm. like we perceive our existence in terms of the overall like collective humanity rather than just our own lives everything we do is for the betterment of our people and so it's 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 tough to wrap your head around because you think about like your life on this earth however long it is there's only one generation behind you one generation in front of you there might be a great grandparent but you're only you're only like one generation removed from the past and the future. So you don't have like a lot of perspective really. Yeah. And so that's why it's important to have a grip on like all of it, like everything all at once to see the scope of it. And that allows you to kind of just sit there with your thoughts and meditate on it because it's too big for you to ever understand. It's interesting. Like, so it is, it's comforting to, it's kind of like that thing of it's comforting to think about how small you are because mm. it puts all your problems in perspective and it's makes you feel grateful for things. 
Yeah, is that yeah. Kind of what you're saying? It's not even. It's not even that you're small. It's that like, w- w- you know, in in physics, Newton talks about you know energy, matter, whatever it is, cannot be created or destroyed. So, you know, whatever it is that makes up consciousness, humanity, all of that thought, uh, that that can't really be destroyed because that's it. Look at DNA. Like your DNA is that. Like you you inherit these traits. You have this coding within you. So whatever it is that your consciousness is, um, it's finite and infinite all at once. So you're small and you're big. It's all things all at once. Yin and yang, everything and nothing. I zoned out and got confused. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's me every episode of The Loud Boys. Don't even worry about um, it. It's in- I feel like, what happened? What? Do what? What? The, um, like, your con- like your soul. Think of, like, what con- about my soul? Your soul. Can't yeah. be destroyed. Whatever that is, the energy that makes up your thoughts, your consciousness, is eternal yet finite. Right. Maybe you know, maybe it's only eternal from our limited finite perspective, but maybe even angels fear death. Maybe our souls can be destroyed. It's just incomprehensible to us on this do moral you coil. In reincarnation? Well, no, Hell, I wish. You have you have like consciousness, you have the soul, and then you have ego. I'm so confused. So, okay. Natalie Cuomo yes. is ego. Now I can pay attention. That's ego. That's like the, the driver, yeah. like, the driver behind the wheel of the car. Right. And then, uh, but then what, I don't know how to do this metaphor, but it's like ego is you. Yeah. And then when you die, the ego dies. Right. But the consciousness, the, the, the soul, the it's self. Like the coll- there's a collective Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't die. Right. So it doesn't. Did you ever see the movie Coco? I don't know. I yes. It's like that. Yeah. Eventually, our grandmothers will die. Why am I acting like (laughs) you guys are telling me what happens after you die? I know what happens. I've done DMT. What happens? Nothing. Are you like that's it? You just you just nothing. There is no great beyond. We're just worm food, and it's it's over. It's it's over. I remember being on the couch, being like, "Fuck, I'm gonna die." What a ridiculous statement to make. I know what happens after you die. Well, what Ridic- do you think happens? I don't know. I don't know. There, no one, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> saying that if you study like physics at all in any of this shit, you do find that uh, energy, whatever matter is, ch- it, it transfers. Like if you if you set a, a yes, log on yes, fire, yes, I do see energy transfer. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Listen, yes, I see the energy transferring, and I see how the consciousness could transfer. The ego dies. The consciousness transfers. The soul. I don't know if it's like Coco, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any of that. It's I beyond. Think it's, just done. it's beyond human. But perception. I don't. I don't know. I definitely don't think that we will ever know what happens when you die. Natalie, I mean, how deep do you? I could really go. I could go whole hog into this and just confuse the shit out of you even more. I don't want to look like I'm an idiot on my own podcast. So if that's what's going to happen, we can pivot. Because there's stuff I've been <laughs> studying since I was in college that I'm just now wrapping. <laughs> Like, so I won't, I won't get into all that. Well, listen, the best I... way, the best way to have immortality is to have a good hour of standup available online. Yes. yes. So do you, what do you, what is the most successful piece of content that you have put out? Probably, probably my appearance on Legion of Skanks. Oh yeah. My, fu- oh, it's the fucking loud boys. With... What did, ugh. Oh, I mean, yeah. The last, I mean. If you mean in terms of like overall success, it's the Loud Boys. But I mean, no, in terms like a, a, vi- a one video. Yeah, it was not the- counting Legion of Skanks. I've never had anything. Not go. counting Legion I've of never Skanks. had anything. Oh, uh, then like something that's like you. 
Nothing. People. Oh, uh, tw- Twitter Spaces, the Spaces tapes. I started that. Just, what is it? So, and I say success just in terms of how ridiculous this is and mm-hmm. how it just kind of worked out. There's a thing that Twitter is uh, trying out. It's Clubhouse, but on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's like an audio chat. I know what you're talking about. And oh, and Lewis joined it one time. Lewis joined yeah. it once, and I've just been using it because I grew up listening to Art Bell. Do you know about Art Bell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my family moved around a lot, so I was in my dad's truck with him a lot, just driving in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And we would listen to Art Bell, which was the AM talk show about conspiracy theories and shit. And it was a cool show because he was never like rude or condescending. He just would talk to them, and they it, it was always fun. It was like colonies on Mars, cloning humans, Bigfoots, okay. Jersey Devils, all of it. Okay. And uh, I just liked the way he was like really nice to these people and got these cool conversations out of them. So I wanted to try that with Twitter Spaces. And it's it's starting to pay off. Uh, like, Twitter Spaces. Uh, yep. Because yeah, like I just reach yeah. out to all these people all over the world. Like I've been talking to people in Australia, wherever, and they tell me all these cool stories. And it's I really enjoy it. And I'll the, tell you a cool story. And the, but I wanted to tell you my Dane Cook. But this is a person through Twitter. I wanted to tell you my Dane Cook story because of this. Because a few nights ago, yeah. I was just fucking around on Twitter, and I saw Dane Cook was hosting a space, and I said... All right, let's get in there. And I I joined, and I immediately requested to speak. Uh-huh. And I'm just pounding emojis, hoping he'll notice that I'm in there. Like, hey, I'm yeah. raising my hand. And I finally talked to him. First off, he's a psycho. He's an insane person. Who I met him once. Absolute husk of a human being, <laughs> but couldn't be a nicer guy Hot to girlfriend, me. but yeah. Hot girlfriend, yeah. 19 years old, robbing the cradle. Couldn't have been nicer. Uh, but also just very show busy. Like, he was very, like, this is a show. It didn't feel like a conversation, but I put in a good word about Lewis and Skankfest. Hopefully, y'all can get Dane Cook for uh, the next one. <laughs> but I mean, it, you know, that's one of those things where it's like I've been fucking around with this thing and it, it, awesome. not knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. And, in my, and by the way, in my mind, the whole time I was like, you know, whatever you think about him, years and years ago we saw Dane Cook do this with MySpace, and so truly a vicious He's circle. A pioneer, honestly. That I had a conversation with Dane Cook about this very thing on Twitter Spaces. That's awesome. Remember me, Dane? I had you in my top eight. Yeah, in, uh, had, him in, had him in my top eight. <laughs> you know me, Dane, me, Joe from uh, MySpace, top eight here. Uh, I have a question. Uh, Sufi in uh, yeah, 2021, is it, is it still uh, PC? Did you guys get into fights with your friends about top eight? Because I would get into fights with yeah. my two best I, that's friends. That's how like, you would get mad break about up with a girl. Eight. I'd be like, so long, no more number one spot. <laughs> you know? That was not in my world. I like, feel, I, that, oh, I would get into... We'd, cha- mm. we'd change, like, the MySpace song, like, the song that would yes. start, like, da, 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 you know, it's always some loud-ass fucking song. I'd change, we'd change that. I remember, Mine was Jessica Simpson. Entry-level coding. That's, like, it really taught you how to, like, copy and paste yes. to make, like, a personalized MySpace. That was, it was cool. Like, looking back on it, damn, MySpace was pretty, we really backed the wrong horse when everyone flocked to Facebook I, and was like, get rid of MySpace. I grew up I like in the MySpace. middle of nowhere, so we just didn't have internet. Like, we just, our internet was How not, old are you? 28, but our internet was so slow that it was, I just didn't have it. Like, I wouldn't, because it would take so long to do anything on the internet that yeah. I just was like, I'm not going to fuck with this. Do you have a girlfriend? No. And how long have you been with your girlfriend? I've been with her for about four months now. Oh. Yeah. Wow, a lot of boys is really helping you out here. Uh, yeah. Double-edged sword. <laughs> Double into dildo. Now, yeah. was she a listener of the podcast? She was. She yeah, was she's a, a friend of all yeah. of ours. She's really sweet. Do I know her? Kelly Taylor. 
Oh, I yeah. love Kelly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, Kelly says hi. I was supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> Kel- Kelly hosts my show all the time. Yeah, Kelly's awesome. I'm not. Why didn't I know this? Hi, Kelly. You're Cause awesome. Because I, I, it's uh, we. I don't know. It's on. It's on Facebook. We're Facebook official. You're a Facebook official. Yeah. That's, see, this is the problem with Facebook. If she's in your MySpace top eight, I would have known. Yeah. But since it's Facebook official, I don't. It gets know. lost in the algorithm because yeah, they're yeah, too yeah, certain, yeah, trying yeah, to sell yeah. you on war stocks or something. I don't care. I stopped caring about dating after two years of COVID. You know, I'm all in on just living the life of a a Ronin samurai with no master, Bushido. You know, just mattress on the floor. Care. Well, you're kind of doing the Buddhist thing where you're sitting and you're just, you know, letting waiting life for something. happen. Did, yeah. did, did pussy come to the Buddha while he was waiting under the tree it of life? Sure yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> it the Buddha, did. The Buddha That's was human. All these Any incel women. guys on the internet are like, I'm just going to stay here under my computer of... Uh, but Siddhartha was, was not at a computer. He was at a river. Mm. Well, that was, but what river. is it? Just like it's, that was the internet Joe, of the day. It's slowly but surely happening. Go the on river to, was not the internet of the day. Go on the yeah, river it was, was not the you, internet. If you wanted to talk to somebody, you put a letter in a bottle and throw it in the river. No, Joe. he didn't talk to anyone. He looked at the water. Joe, you got to think about it this way. The more and more people retreat to their computers, to their screens, everybody's lonely. We're seeing it happen on TikTok. More and more big tittied hot women are dressing up like fucking Naruto and talking about Kingdom Hearts. It's only a matter of time before that invades the overall consciousness of everybody and much like in porn how everybody just started doing anal sex because of porn when they start seeing all the porn is naruto and shit these incels are gonna be getting crazy pussy i think counter argument counter argument i don't watch porn i have anal sex because i like pain yeah and gay people were doing traumatized gay people (laughs) were doing anal sex way before Porn even was like a but thing. But you know, you know what I mean. How porn can create sort of the trends in. in... I, I I think they just made it. People were more open about getting fucked in the ass. No, I think everyone. I, I think there's it. people out there doing sex shit they don't even want to be doing. No, dude. Come, to, maybe the girls you're no, with. No, you can't. You can't <laughs> fake being into crazy yeah. sexual. You I, can't fake I that. I guarantee yeah. you, there's people. Uh, agreeing to shit that they're not sure they want to do. No, I, yes, there are people agreeing Maybe. to shit, but you can't like fake being. You know, I know, if you're but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. of porn, people are like they think like, oh, I gotta eat ass, I gotta do all this, and they're like, and then you're like, oh, you didn't wipe well enough. It tastes like shit. Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't actually want to do this. I Can just... I tell you a story? One time, someone sure. ate my ass, and then they were like, wow, that tasted so bad. They went and lied down the hallway for 20 minutes. Mike, you wanna you wanna timestamp that one? You might wanna cut that out, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's going on at the Gomez house? No, it wasn't Lewis. It was like a while ago. It was a while ago. Oh, okay. It, was, it wasn't Lewis. I wouldn't tell it. I mean Lewis doesn't What did the bidet break? Uh, no, we have a bidet. It was There's what? probably a stack of them in the I brew thought closet. I thought we could be here. honest here. <laughs> Uh, no, this ain't the spaces tape. You can't just say whatever. I thought I was Robbie. No, I'm fucking with you. That that is crazy. Believe See, me, if Robbie, if that story happened with Robbie, we'd let him know. By the way, that's what I'm saying. that that guy walked away from that being like, I hate eating it. Why did I think that would be a good idea? He's like, I can't eat ass. I can't eat ass. I can't eat ass. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I, by the way, I'm just speculating that I think. Over time, you're I, gonna you're I gonna just, see like all. Can these... I just say before we move on, people have eaten my ass, including my current many times. It's been awesome. They've said, "Wow, it's delicious." I'm gonna come back for more with condiments. Like is, it's great. That is not. It's not delicious. Do it's... you have that on your LinkedIn profile? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it's amazing. Just maybe one time. So, someone had a bad experience. It's not my fault that that wasn't their flavor of choice. Mm. 
Yeah, I've never, I've never. There's no part of sex I've ever said was delicious. I'm just, <laughs> it's just gross and it feels good. Mm. Um, now we're gonna go around and you guys are gonna tell me things that are equally embarrassing. Joe, you can go first. I don't know nothing. I'm an open book. Go ahead. About what? Um, I don't know. I guess like sometimes, like in like uh, if I'm like not um hmm. This is a good one. Uh, fuck. I don't know. I'll answer anything if you have any I questions. I got a similar story. I was dating a woman a few years back. Mm-hmm. I like that you say woman instead of girl. It's very mature and people should learn from that. But yeah, continue. I was dating a woman a few years back and uh, we didn't have a condom and she, she didn't want to go without one because she was fucking other dudes. So uh, we were just fooling around and uh, I was like, can I throw, can I put a finger in your butt? Because mm-hmm. I saw that in porn. Mm-hmm. And she was like, sure. And I did. And then I pulled my hand out and then I said, oh, hey, I got to go pee now. Because I, what I really needed to do was w- like scrub my hands. Was there poop on your finger? <laughs> yeah, so much. It was, but that's not embarrassing for you. It was a bit, well, because when I got back from the bathroom, she she was like, Oh, you're already what? Well, you're already back. What happened? And I go, we don't need to talk about it. We uh, we both know what happened. <laughs> we both know why I was. Yeah. I should have made time to make you think I was peeing. I know, but mm-hmm. no, I was just washing my hands because you didn't clean yourself. Wow, filthy animals! I got shit all over my hand, and I've also shit my britches in front of a girl. So okay, that's the story you tell. Tell that. Yeah. I've told it on our show, well, but I was hanging out with this comic one night. She had just like new in town, and I was horny, and she was she was very nice and uh, not funny though. But yeah, not funny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who you're yeah, talking Her name about. was Natalie Cuomo. <laughs> What's nice, up, dude? nice, no, nice, nice. Uh, no, she. she uh, but anyway. Um, I was I was thinking about making some moves. Yeah. And then I went to the bathroom to pee, and as I was peeing, I I went to fart and just blew some shit into my britches. The problem with standing and peeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't know I'd shit my pants. When we were sitting outside waiting for the lift, I thought I had like a uh like a fart trapped in my pants. You know that feeling? When you fart and you got it's trapped in your butt cheeks. I've never had a fart trapped. Mike, do you know what I'm talking about when you get a fart trapped in your butt oh, cheeks? Yeah. And then it crawls up your balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike knows what I'm talking about. That's what I thought it was, so I was clenching my butt cheeks trying to get this fart to, like, crawl out. Uh-huh. This is man shit. And it wasn't... I, I could feel it squ- moving around, but I was like, damn, this fart is trapped in my butt cheeks. Did you didn't smell it? I didn't smell it, but then eventually I realized, oh, I have shit my pants. And, uh, but I was still horny, so they, they were like, oh, the lift is here. Are you coming? And I go, absolutely. So I just sit in the lift with shitty pants. I was like, I'll take care of this when we get to the next bar. I don't know if anyone can smell it. So we get to the next bar. I go to the bathroom and check the damage. It's a disaster. It's pitch. <laughs> it's pit- First off, it's pitch black shit because I had taken Pepto-Bismol. Do you know about this? Uh-uh. B- Pepto-Bismol has bismuth in it, which turns all of your shit as black as the night. Vanta Black. Pull up Vanta Black for reference. <laughs> and I'm doing my best to clean this up. Now, I don't know what situation my bowels are in. Uh-huh. And so here's my thinking I could discard the underwear, but let's say I shit my pants again. Now we got shit touching. There's no barrier. You know, it's yeah. just shit on jeans. Yeah, that was my. That yeah, was but my... you could clean your ass. 
I did. I did everything I could to clean my ass, and then but <laughs> well, you could discard the underwear, then it's fine. But no, no, listen. But I cleaned my ass, cleaned the underwear, and I said I'm gonna keep these underwear in case I shit my pants again. That way, I don't just shit into my jeans. I still have the underwear as like a barrier. So I put the underwear back on. Uh, I go sit down, and then as this woman is getting up to go home, I reach out my hand, which moments before it had been covered in shit. I washed it. And I said, hey, and she grabbed it, and I like pulled, like, pulled her in, and I said, hey, are you sure you want to get out of here right now? I was like, aunt, you want you hang out a little bit? She goes, no, I have a boyfriend. And I go, all right, I get it, I get it. Go have some fun, but, I, you know, think about it. <laughs> and, then, and then and then she leaves, and I go, damn, I'm cool. And we were outside, and I was talking to her friend, and I was like, you got that girl's number? And he goes, yeah, and I go, call her. And he calls her, and he hands me the phone, and I go, hey, hey. This is Dalton. And she goes, yeah. And I go, hey, I just want to say, like, I know you got a boyfriend, but let's, we should go out sometime. And she goes, no. And I was like, all right, well, hey, just keep me in mind if you ever want to get with a real stud. And then I hung up the phone and handed it back to my friend. I said, all right, man, I'm going to go clean the shit out of my ass. And she never called me. Epic. Does she still do comedy? Epic. Yeah, she does. <clears throat> she seems to be doing quite well for herself Will you tell me days. her name after the podcast? I will, yeah. She's very nice. I'm sure she is. It better not be Kelly. It's not. <laughs> God damn, I'm going to about to lose all respect for this bitch. <laughs> it was Kelly. <laughs> damn. She comes home. Does she she's really like, have a boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly comes home and is like, babe, this guy was hitting on me at the bar. He smelled like shit. Can I, I say like, one thing? I feel like, and I don't mean to be rude, I feel like you're exaggerating the amount of shit because... How is it not on your pants? How, well, how, so could, what how happened, did it not smell? I have, I have a big ass. I got butt cheeks. So a lot of the shit was just trapped in my butt cheeks. I was able to just scoop it, it out. around. But then it got all over my hand. What was in the underwear was just that Vanta Black shit that was like... Skid marks. It was big. No, it wasn't skid marks. There was, there was shit. But a lot of the shit was just trapped in my butt cheeks. How much poop was there? Like, if you had to say, like... A small dog's poop, a medium dog's poop, like how much? A man's poop. It was a man. It was a man's dog. Like a full shit. Like a, no, oh, no, no, a not shit. a full shit, but probably like a child's shit. <laughs> probably like a small child shit. Like baby, J- like J- baby James. If baby James took a dump, it a was big in dump my, for James. Baby James took a shit in my pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that put him to perspective. Yeah, right? yeah. Um. All right. I'd say. Our stories are, you know, mine wasn't that bad. No. So, so my, you know, okay. All right. Um, you shit your pants. Yeah. Shit my pants, and then I got shit on my finger from the woman I was dating. Well, everyone's gotten shit on. The- yeah. Oh yeah, you got. Uh, yeah, and and you said that you were dating her. That's embarrassing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were pretty hot and heavy. Oh, not only. <laughs> I mean. I don't want to go into it because why? It, tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, because it it was actually, was she heavy? It, it, no, well, it was because it wasn't a few years ago. It was this year. It was this it was, year. It was. I should not talk about this. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was after the Loud Boys started getting big, and then, I I'll tell you yeah. about some of this off mic. Why uh, this bothers me? This person. Yes. Can Can I just real quick, just for clarity, Dalton? Yeah. Uh, you said you were dating her. Uh, but she also made you wear a condom because she was sleeping with other people. It was a messy. It was a I Mike. I, how could you bring up that salient point? I don't. 
I don't want to keep having to say this, but my best friend had just gotten killed. I was not in a good headspace. I was ready and willing to date anyone and marry them at that time because I was Dalton. You don't. Your best friend didn't have to be killed for that to happen. Like I have done shit like that without people dying. Like, I know. You don't even have to say. But that. I got swept up in it so much because I was like, I really just don't want to be alone right now. I get it. And I was telling myself I could love right now, and no. No, I couldn't, because I was miserable. So what happened? She was like, hey, like I'm down to be with you, but I want to fuck whoever the fuck I want? Yeah, she was. she's young, yeah, and up. she just she wanted to explore, and I was <laughs> like, well, you've met me at the wrong time in my life, because I'm... You're a relationship guy. No, it's not even that. It's, oh. like, it's like, yo, I'm crying myself to sleep every night. You like, need what... love. Yeah, I was like, I don't think this is going to... You need, need love, I... and, and you need to raw dog, dude. Not even that. I've done, a different I've, kind of By love. the way, I've done that. That's fine. But no, I'm saying like, I you, when when you deal with grief, you need space and time. You don't need to hop in any of that shit. You don't need shitty fingers. You don't need shitty. Yeah. Fi- but you need you your need, friend would not have wanted you to have shitty fingers. I'll tell you that much. You need to just be. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, looking down. To be on honest heaven, with wash you, your hand, dude. To be Dalton, honest, with, I, got, I would not have wanted this for you. I got to be honest with you. That's the thing that made me the most sad is I wasn't able to call him and laugh about it. Like I wasn't able to just be like, "Yo, you ain't gonna believe what just happened." And we talk for a few hours and then he's definitely in heaven laughing at you so oh yeah <laughs> if there is a heaven i don't know man i, I did dmt and i don't know if we go to heaven thank what you happens joe after thank you joe that's joe. very reassuring joe thank it's you. your turn to tell us a humiliating instance that occurred recently <sighs> recently no, nothing in the last few years last few years i don't know i like, i think like after i fucking got my drinking under control when i moved to new york um but in san francisco i was just like a blackout drunk like no, for, being for, blackout. Live, like, yeah, especially been like, in, it's like oh, I'm in the twenties. I just I don't know. How old are you? I'm 37. Okay. Yeah. Old. Young. Old. <laughs> old man. How old are you? I'm 26. Well, you're younger than me. Mm-hmm. I'm 27 soon, so don't forget my birthday. Okay. What do you want for your birthday? <laughs> Suicide. Happiness. Join the 27 club. Um, Happiness comes from I within. I think about that because so I have a joke. Can where... I? Sorry. Go ahead. Well, no. Well, I have a joke where I like make fun of Joe Biden for having a rescue dog and being old. And then I say, oh, I'm like Joe Biden because we're both going to die soon because I said it once as like a riff. Then I got a laugh. So then I said it every time. And then I'm like, holy shit, I've said that I'm going to die soon at least a hundred times. I don't want to manifest dying soon. Yeah. I got to stop saying it. Well, it's become mus- it's, and it's like Joe Biden's about my, my, to die. My boy, I don't want to die soon. My boy did that shit. My he always said he would. He was going to join the twenty seven club. He and like, he did. He di- Our birthday is three days apart in May. He died on uh, on four twenty. I mean, whoa! I really don't want to join the twenty seven club. <laughs> I I I do want to be famous. I do. How famous? But. I don't want to. I'd rather not be famous and not join the Twenty Seven Club. You don't want to. Nobody wants to join it. It's tragic. It's not. It, it, counter, never commit suicide. Mike, pull up seat. Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. Counter argument. I don't think that many people would care if I joined the Twenty Seven Club. I would care. The, <laughs> you'd care, the for, you'd care for like two seconds. My mom would care. My dad would care, and my dog. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Never commit suicide. Keep it Fifty Fifth Street. Um. So anyway, I feel like I gotta stop saying that. But what were you gonna say? The that about tw- what my friend said. 
about the 27 Club. So I I don't want to die soon, and I got to stop saying that in my joke act. That's, that's the thing, you know, when we talk about how human thought connects itself to the universe. What if it builds up like an ant? What if it's like when you take like a little bit of poison, so you build up an immunity, so every day you wake up and say, I'm going to die, and then because you don't die... It has like less power, there's so you difference. do that every day. No, so he's there's like, a very, well, it's a joke. It's a there's joke. a difference between yeah. like, God's gonna be like, no, you said Never so, fucking. <laughs> Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. Is that Oscar the Grouch? Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. <laughs> I think I should listen to this before bed every night. Yeah. You need a, <laughs> This is your daily affirmation. Natalie, Natalie, here's what you do. Here's a scheme for you. You need to get get a soundboard started. That's your first drop. I had this ther- therapist on BetterHelp, and he was like, you need to look in the mirror and say, like, I love you, and you're beautiful. And I was like, you're fired, because I will never fucking do that. You need to have That's, doing... like, too much, because, like, you don't want to get, like, an ego or, like, damn, I'm fucking... Or just, like, yeah. ew, I can't fucking do these after. Aff- I can't I... do after. It's too much of a jump for me. Maybe My, eventually I'll do affirmations, only affirmation but it's, it's need... too much of a jump. Yeah, the affirmation should be, like, you're all right. And that's yes, all you need. I that's can do all an you affirmation look that's at them, like, I'd be hey, like, hey, you're all right. You're, just you're like, you okay. do this, you hit finger guns, you're you do like, okay. hey, we're going to be all right. The affirmations he wanted me to do were so much of a stretch. It's like, no, no, no. I hate myself in a yeah. very deep way. I can't yeah. just go in the mirror and be like, I love you. Like, no, no, no. That's too much right now. You don't have Natalie. to say like you're a glowing ball of energy every morning. You can just be like, I'm a person and I'm feeling this. And Today we're gonna is yeah. going to be a day I'm going to make the bed. Okay. Natalie, I got to tell you, there's only one affirmation you need. Mike, hit it. Mike, hit it. Fucking self. Never commit suicide. Dice get robbed. Don't give up. Don't take your own life. Everything gonna see all right. Gonna see all right, cuz. Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. Dice get robbed. Wow. Don't give up. Don't take your own life. This is a perfect way to end the episode, and Joe is getting out of it without <laughs> telling us a fucking street. embarrassing story. <laughs> I'm, 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 and vo- no one will ever know personal information about me. Uh, you guys want to do some plugs, Joe? Where can people find Fuck you? Yeah, check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Joe W Gorman. There are some big things. Oh, and and subscribe to my YouTube channel too at Joe W Gorman because I'm gonna start posting more stuff, more content. Maybe even a suicide video. Who knows? Yeah, first Dalton? and foremost, follow me on Twitter at NewDalton69420. That's I, a new. Yeah, that's where I, mainly because of the Spaces tapes, hop in on that. Let's fucking get it going, dude. Tell me about your uh, tragic history. Uh, and then other than that, the Loud Boys podcast on iTunes and YouTube, patreon.com slash loudboys. we got to pump up those numbers. Yikes, um, yeah. And then we have our, when does this come out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, we can plug so the, the live show. show yeah, the live tonight. show is at the stand tonight at 9 o'clock. The Loud Boys Save Christmas with Ian Fidance. Uh, and then in January, we're doing a run of shows in Texas. We're going to be at Austin at the Creek in the Cave. January 14th, we're going to be at Hyenas Fort Worth, January 15th, and then uh, we're, we're taking Matt Marin and Comedy Fight Club to Andy's Bar in Denton, Texas, January 16th, so that'll be fun. Yeah, and I'm moving back to San Francisco in March 2022. Why? Because I've, I've done everything I can in New York. The, is Kelly coming? Yes. <gasps> we're going to... I was she's gonna, not, I, she's is, not coming at home, I'll tell you that much. This is that this is like the announcement, but yeah, we're gonna start a new life in California. We got a house and everything. 
<laughs> Why is Mike shaking his head like it's not real? Mike is just a hater. He hates every time I have that? like a little bit of joy in my life. Are you fucking Big with me? muscular is Mike real? has to come and bench press that, it into um, oblivion. What is that parable? There's two guards guarding some doors. <laughs> one guard only tells the truth and the other guard only lies. And one is guarding a door that leads to the castle. The other is a pit of spikes or something. And you have to deduce which one is telling the truth and which one is lying. I have no idea, but you can find me at YouTube.com slash Natalie Cuomo or on Instagram at Natalie Cuomo underscore. You can follow my podcast at Help With Natalie. If you finish listening to this podcast, you're like, holy shit, I love Natalie. I want to listen to her talk more. I am now the new co-host of Neurotica Podcast with Justin Silver. You can also check that out on all streaming platforms. Hit it, Mike. Let's listen to my new favorite song. Crip Mac. Never commit suicide. 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 On hood. Never take your own motherfucking life. I know things get rough out here, man. Never take your own life. Your life is golden. Through the struggles, through the hard times, everything gonna see all right. Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. Listen, fire crit Mac. Never kill your motherfucking self. Never commit suicide. Things get rough. Don't give up. Don't take your own life. Everything gonna see alright. Gonna see alright, cuz. Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. Things get rough. Don't give up. Don't take your own life. Everything gonna see alright. Gonna see alright, cuz. Never commit suicide. Suicide, fight a weak minded bed through hell. No money, late night grinding. With baby stretch, draw down a baby teeth, low, really grinding. In the 50s, we winning, we shining. Never commit suicide. Don't do no cluster shit. Killing yourself is weak minded. I've been a long road from the county jail, fight a prison. That could give Crip Mac life. I'll never end my life. Suicide is fight a weak. That's cluster shit. Don't see a cluster. Stay living. Get your money. We all go through hard times. It's never the end. Get on your grind. Listen, fire the hustler. Cartier Blot said, You are somebody. Cartier Blot said, You are somebody. Cause listen, fire me. I'ma keep it 55th straight. Never commit suicide. Things get rough. Don't give up. Don't take your own life. Everything gonna see alright. Gonna see alright, cuz. Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. Things get rough. Don't give up. Don't take your own life. Everything gonna see alright. Gonna see alright, cuz. Never commit suicide. Suicide the easiest way out. We don't do those. We all go through tough times. Us time will never fold. I've been through the struggle and the trenches in jail. Shit gets cold. Stay strong. Do your program time. Try keep up. Stay up. Everything gonna see alright. I'm not weak. I'm strong. Really living a rough life will never end it. I'm solid with my cripping. I do great things. Feed my community. Get back everybody. Page five with the anti-custer shit. I don't do no custer shit. If you end your life, you on custer shit. Never take your own life. Never take your own life. Listen, five grip Mac. Never take your own life. Big suicide killer. Everything gon' see alright. I'ma keep it 55th straight. Never take your own life. Don't do it, Custer. Everything gon' see alright. Live, stay strong, stand tall. Oh, hood, stand tall. Never commit suicide. Things get rough. Don't give up. Don't take your own life. Everything gonna see alright. Gonna see alright, cuz. Never commit suicide. Never commit suicide. Things get rough. Don't give up. Don't take your own life. Everything gonna see alright. Gonna see alright, cuz. Never commit suicide. Never end your life. Never end your life. That's weird.
Thanks for listening to Help with Natalie Cuomo. Tune in next week for another episode. Find us on social media at Help with Natalie.